0: Hal, you have an enormous responsibility on this mission. In many ways, perhaps the greatest responsibility of any single mission element. You are the brain and central nervous system of the ship, and your responsibilities include watching over the men in hibernation. Does this ever cause you any lack of confidence? Let me put it this way, Mr. Raymer. The 9000 series is the most reliable computer ever made. No 9000 computer has ever made a mistake or distorted information. Hal is a representation, really. He represents these intelligent robotic machines. And more and more, we're getting to the stage where we're starting to interact with these types of artificial intelligences. And HAL is the kind of representation of what these things can be. And that's really important for lawyers to understand that in the very near future, we're gonna be sharing our world with intelligent things that are not human. Instead of us sort of intellectually making decisions ourselves, we ask them to do it for us. Open the pod bay doors, HAL. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Choices that were human choices are now becoming machine intelligence or AI choices. And so he's representative of what you would call this autonomous decision-making system, which removes part of this decision-making autonomy from humans. And this is really important for us as lawyers, because as lawyers, we always assume that the only autonomous decision-making actor is a human and the whole legal system is built around the idea that decisions are made by humans, choices are made by humans, responsibility rests with humans. Once machines have the capability to make autonomous, informed, perhaps approaching human level machine intelligence, then the idea that we are the only smart decision makers in the legal system, that changes. Self-driving cars are already being trialled on the roads and they're making multiple sophisticated decisions which affect not only the driver, but also other road users, passengers, pedestrians. The development of these systems is gonna become incrementally greater over time. There will be in the very near future um, intelligent autonomous decision-making systems which will supplement and in some ways replace human decision-making. Our legal system relies on the fact that humans make decisions in terms of applying responsibility, applying legal liability should something go wrong, in terms of even simple things like who can make a contract, um, who has capacity to look after the child do I need to be told that my son or daughter is ill at school and I need to get out of a meeting I'm in to go and pick them up or is the meeting more important we could make responsibility with the human owners or operators um, or the designers simply by saying they're they're not human essentially by saying they are simply a tool or a device and as such they don't have human capacity that is, in legal terms to deny them legal personhood. However, as these systems become much more sophisticated and much more, let's use the word intelligent, then we get to the point wherein it's almost impossible for the manufacturer to be able to anticipate what they're going to do. Are you certain there's never been any case of even the most insignificant computer error? None whatsoever, Frank. Quite honestly, I wouldn't worry myself about that. The question becomes, who is the real person with responsibility? Because it's then quite false to say, well, it's just the manufacturer's job because they designed them to do this. When in fact, you know, you wouldn't say, for example, as a child gets older, that a parent remains responsible for all the decisions a child makes through the rest of its life. At the moment, artificial intelligence is a toddler. And yes, we can say responsibility relies with the parents, or in this case, the manufacturers and designers. But in 15, 20 years' time, it is possible, and certainly within 30, 40 years' time, probable that artificial intelligence will reach sort of human-level machine intelligence. And then you probably have to think of them more as adults, as decision-makers. And I think to simply keep them as artefacts or tools would be to deny them their autonomy and their agency. And also it would say something about unreasonable responsibility for the human actors as well. There is actually a kind of middle way, which some people have spoken about, which is something that makes me slightly uncomfortable, which is to go back to the old Roman law and to treat them as an intermediate class, as slaves were treated under Roman law, and kind of say, well, there's free humans, there's machine intelligence, which is not quite human, but then it's not quite just an artefact either. I have real moral concerns over that because then we're just creating a complete underclass. Now, we could say let's wait until that happens and then have the legal system respond to that, but I would say that's too late. I think we need to be thinking about these challenges now so that the legal system is ready to decide what we do when we are joined in our world by these intelligent, artificial decision makers. Do you believe that Hal has genuine emotions? Well, he acts like he has genuine emotions. Of course he's programmed that way to make it easier for us to talk to him but as to whether or not he has real feelings is something I don't think anyone can truthfully answer. One way to view Hal is of course he is completely subservient to not just the crew, Hal is also completely subservient to the instructions coming from Mission Control back on Earth. And that's what sends Hal crazy. Hal is getting two competing sets of instructions from the crew and from Mission Control. Hal is put in an impossible position and he is put in that impossible position because he's not fully human. So Hal can't make his own true self-determination as to what to do. And ultimately it sends him crazy with tragic consequences for the crew and tragic consequences for Hal. Dave, stop. I know I've made some very poor decisions recently. I'm afraid, I'm afraid today. Was he murdered? That's a really good question. If you view that artificial intelligence reaches a level of self-determination where it is self-aware, which Hal appears to be in the novel and in the film, then you get to the point where you have to think of whether or not we have to give them rights, whether we have to say that there is a legal personhood in these devices. Many people would say artificial intelligence can never have self-awareness in the way humans have because they can only, the argument goes, imitate self-awareness through programming. They're never going to have a human soul. The other way to look at it is that Hal was, in fact, self-aware. Hal should be recognized by the law, like humans and other self-aware decision-makers as having a right to his life and that that was taken from him. Murdered, perhaps you could argue maybe it was self-defense.